If you're like us, you love golf and have dreamt of building a profitable business in the golf industry. But you also see huge issues starting to emerge. Like, why are more and more golf courses closing down around the country? Or why do you need to stitch together dozens of different software platforms just to run your business? Or even, how dumb is it that technology is designed to make my life and business easier, yet I'm consistently trying to figure it out on my own? These are some of the glaring questions that golf course owners face today. Here we will show you how others in the golf industry are fighting back against the shrinking golf landscape. Follow this podcast as we expose the shocking methods successful club and course owners are using to grow a profitable business. My name is Ryan Peterson and welcome to Golf Business Secrets Radio. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Golf Business Secrets Radio. We are really excited to have Randy on with us today. And uh, he's over at uh, Merrimack Lakes Golf Course, the public course here. And we actually have some amazing things that he's been able to do uh, there at the course on social media as well as with their new uh new golf course management system so uh there's software that they have but uh randy why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself say hi and uh just let everyone know what it is you do okay yeah i run a family-owned golf course in uh st Clair, missouri which is about 30 miles west of st louis um 18 hole golf course facility with driving range got a little practice area real uh what we like to say is a really relaxed uh golf so no stuffiness um bring people from, you know, miles around, uh, low rounds the last few years. Um, actually after, um, this whole COVID thing, which I'm sure we'll be getting into the, uh, the rounds have, have almost doubled. We have full, full T sheets all day. And, um, a lot of that I think has to do with, uh, my new management system that I'm using. Uh, we switched to four up, uh, signed with them at, uh, the PGA show this winter and we love love everything that it's helping us do oh that's great yeah we definitely want to dive into that uh, as most of our listeners know for sponsors this uh podcast and we're very excited to talk a little bit about that but you know what is the you know with all this happening in the industry with COVID 19 uh what's been kind of your process at the course during COVID 19 you know what changes have you made to really optimize uh the you know, pace of play, even getting golfers at your course? Uh, well, first off, we were shut down for a few weeks. Um, unlike some of the courses like in Illinois, we've been shut down for a long time. We actually implemented uh, shutting down and, and closing the clubhouse a little bit before it was regulated by the state and the, uh, the county. Uh, when the county let us come back, uh, we did not go to golf carts right away. We wanted to make sure that we kept our uh, staff safe and our families and so we didn't until we had a, a process in place. We were one of the last uh, companies in our area to go back to using carts. So we implemented um, the, uh, well, what 4UP uh, designed something. And I think they did the last minute within like two weeks. They did a uh, mobile check-in, which they let people uh, sign up online, which I let them do for free. They didn't hit the pay in advance. And then when they got to the course, they actually mobily checked in. I could see it on the tee sheet that they were there. And uh, we allowed them just to walk up to the first tee, uh, which people really took to. The last week, um, which is our, more than our normal rounds, the last week of walking rounds only, we had 130 players uh, on a Saturday, which I thought was incredible. I've, wow. Just great. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and 
I would say half of them didn't even come to the window as they were walking to the, to the, to the first tee. I'm like, Oh, are you the Joneses? They're like, yeah. I'm like, Oh, great. Go ahead. You know, do you need a scorecard? That was about the only interaction we had with the customers, uh, besides of, you know, a smile and a wave. Yeah. Um, from there, uh, we went back to the carts and I've been using, uh, four ups has a pretty nice little, um, email marketing program built into the system uh, with a lot of neat templates been using those. Uh, you see a lot of times when golf courses send out almost the same email all the time with just different wording. Uh, mm-hmm. You get to choose from a bunch of different templates and those out uh, grabs everybody's attention a little bit more. Uh, so we, we've sent that out, get a little bit more um, play off of those. Um, and our rounds have just skyrocketed, skyrocketed. We're I'm turning people away. Really? You're turning people away from the course? I'm turning people away because I do not have enough carts or time in the day. Wow. Uh, I mean, are you are you booking out? How far out in advance are you booking? Uh, we're only allowing seven days right now. Okay. Wow, that's that's incredible. I, uh, you know, I worked at a golf course for a number of years and we were busy, but never, never turning people away. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. I tried my best not to, uh, there's a little option there to uh, squeeze. Uh, but the biggest concern with that is uh, turnover of carts. We actually rented carts uh, so that we could turn them over, but you know, you only have so many holes. We only have 18 holes. Oh, yeah. um, so you only have so many holes, so many carts, you got to get them clean, sanitized and back around. Uh, and I've run out, I've run out of carts uh, a few times, even with renting additional carts. Wow. That's uh, that's pretty amazing, especially with a lot of industries uh, really struggling, seeing less people coming in through the doors and less revenue. You're you're almost hitting that that opposite end of the spectrum there. Uh, your course sounds like yeah, the last three weeks have been wonderful. Oh, that's great. That was really great to hear. Uh, so what were you most worried about, you know, before these last three weeks, before you really opened up? What was kind of your biggest worries? Well, first off, we were concerned about the family and the and the and the and our employees. Um, so we wanted to make sure that we had a safe environment for our employees. We didn't want them to get back to their family. Uh, most of our obviously cart kids are young college students or high school students. Um, we made sure that they, you know, we, they're changing their gloves. We made sure that we um, use the proper chemicals. Uh, luckily, I have people that I know that are in the chemical industry, so I got the proper, you know, COVID certified uh, materials. Um, we were not allowed to use our, our clubhouse for a long time, even after we did uh, initiate carts. So we had a window that we were working out of. Um, so I didn't like to call it uh, social distancing. I called it physical distancing because I didn't there want people go. to think that we were being unsocial. <laughs> um, so uh, pretty much we just sticked a, uh, stuck a credit card machine outside the window, uh, did everything on the computer, uh, let them do credit card payments. Uh, we'd sanitize that. So got rid of the touch points, um, which really hurt the food and beverage, obviously uh, pro yeah. shop, you know, beer sales, uh, which is in our, in, in our, in public golf courses, uh, like ours, we don't make any money normally off of golf. It's all the extras. Mm-hmm. And, yep. uh, so in this case we were losing all of our extras. Um, so we were actually running at a deficit now that we've uh, been able to open our clubhouse, uh, for check-ins, uh, we, we are allowed to sell food and beverage out of the clubhouse. Uh, didn't know how it was going to help, how that was going to work because we didn't know, uh, if people not sticking around, 
you know, if they would still buy things, if they would not think. So we had to make sure people are coming in. It was almost funny. It was like we wanted to put a sign up saying, glad you're here. Come in, get your stuff, get out. <laughs> you know, because they can't stay in the clubhouse, but uh, we still want to make it welcoming for them. Um, but it, it hasn't been bad. We've been doing pretty well with, uh, you know, selling beverages, selling uh, food to turn, just making sure everybody's following all the safety procedures. And it's it's come back. And that was probably my main concern is it wasn't going to come back. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a, that's, I'm sure something a lot of golf courses are very concerned with, you know, owners and operators are think a lot of that same stuff, but it, I'm glad to hear it's coming back for you. So do, I mean, so a lot of people are struggling with, uh, I know food and beverage as well. Uh, do you have a Bev cart that that's out on the course uh, pretty frequently or how are you running that with golfers who might get hungry on the course? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we normally uh, do run a beverage cart. Uh, we do not do food and beverage cart besides uh, prepackaged stuff like uh, you know, chips, candies, things like that. Uh, as of last weekend, we did start that again. Uh, and we're doing credit card payments, uh, mobile credit card payments. Um, and then just, you know, pretty much just trying to keep as much social distancing as possible while doing that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, before we ask anyone that we ask to if they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. So we're, I mean, Running a golf course is, is difficult in and of itself, but during COVID-19 has been even more difficult for, I know, everyone we've talked to. Where have you been getting a lot of your information on, you know, if it, is it safe to open, uh, how you should open, what steps you should take? Where are you kind of learning most of this information? Well, first, I check with my county uh, to have a pretty good relationship with the health department in the county. Um, so we don't try to push any of the rules. Uh, I know there were some courses around that were trying to push everything. Uh, we just try to stay strict by the rules. Uh, luckily, in the area we are, we're fairly rural, and um, it hasn't hit our area very hard. Um, but, that, but that being said, we do have a lot of people coming from out of the area to golf. <clears throat> so we don't want to to bring it into our, into our, into our town. Um, I would just think that mostly I just follow the rules, but there's also online, you know, the four up also, and like I'm doing an ad for them, but I'm just so happy with them. They, uh, four up has, um, what uh, has resources online and they have, uh, what Facebook pages and things like that, where they, we bounce things off of other companies. Um, a lot of the companies are much larger than I am. They have, you know, memberships that they have to worry about. Um, Mm -hmm. but I still get ideas from reading those, reading those blogs, the the Facebook pages, um, and every, all the resources that they're, they're making to my advantage, I want to say, but, uh, just the resources are, are great tools. So how long have you been, uh, implementing these procedures at your course? I'm trying to come up with the month, but I'm not going to be able to do it off the top of my head. Um, it's been probably since the beginning of this, which I can't remember if that was February or March. I think it was beginning of March. Okay, yeah, late February, early March. Um, like I said, we were one of the first ones to implement uh, shutting down the clubhouse. Uh, then we shut down our carts. Um, and actually, before the state uh, shut us down, we did that. So I want to say it was a little early. Um and then we've done it up until about two weeks ago, which would have been the, the beginning of, of this month. Great. And, and you said you've seen 
just crazy numbers in the last three weeks, you know, two, three weeks since you really opened up and, and started Incredible hitting numbers. the ground. If the weather was nice, we have every tea time available. Wow. Well, I mean, so going into some of those numbers, I know you said you're turning people away, uh, but what are some of those numbers? I mean, you're, you're, you're booked out for a week, you know, you're turning people away each day. Uh, how's that compare to what you do on a normal, you know, a normal, uh, May on a normal year. So normally we, you know, we make our money off of tournaments, uh, being a rural golf course. Um, we do most of our work with tournaments. Uh, if I can't get 120 to 140 player tournament, the golf course, um, I'd be lucky to get 80 players um, mm-hmm. and people are used to just walking up to my front door. Uh, we have it when we have the full, full parking lot term, it's like, Oh, you've got something going on. I just thought I could walk on. And that's a very common thing at our, at our rural golf course. Um, now I have people call me on Friday morning for a Saturday afternoon tea time. And I'm like, I can get you on after four o'clock. And, yeah. you know, Friday, even Friday, uh, you know, I guess we're the only game in town right now. You know, there's no movie theaters, things like that. Um, the one that I, I really want to say that a lot of it has to do, though, with uh, my change and online booking. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone from about three to five percent of online booking to probably at least if I'm, I might be going at a low number here, 20% online booking. And it's just crazy. And I think it has a lot to do with the ease of use. Um, before, uh, people would go to our website and they'd say, Oh, you only have two tea times here. Well, it's because the company that we were using, um, would only show their two tea times that they're, mm-hmm. they were getting for trade. Um, which now they see the whole tea sheet, you know, and then we go back, we go back to there. They don't have, I've made it so they don't have to pay before when they book it. They only pay when they show up. Um, people want to golf. They're not going to not show up. Oh, yeah. uh, so they feel very at ease when I don't ask for the money up front. And I have found that probably a third of those people who are booking online, even if they're not, and it's a new world we're living in, even if they're not required to do the payment, they just assume pay it while they're booking it and be done with it. Yeah. Do you see a lot more families coming to golf or is it, you know, I mean, I know the demographic in golf is, you know, majority, you know, male, you know, mid thirties, forties, or even older, but, but what are you seeing as the demographics staying pretty same on par or are you seeing new golfers out on the course? Uh, that's funny. You would bring that up because I didn't even think about that, but yes. Uh, when I was doing the walking rounds, um, I saw a lot more families. Um, I loved it. You know, kids with their dad, bring the mom along. We would let the moms walk, uh, if the moms weren't playing, cause a lot of the moms don't, but the dad wants to get the kids in the golf mom, just walk her along and we didn't charge. We didn't care. It didn't cost an extra cart. Um, and I've seen those people continue to come back since then. And, um, which is just great. I mean, I love seeing the kids and the, and the mom out there, even if she didn't golf before they're teaching her how to putt on the green. Um, and we're that kind of, that kind of course anyway, we just love to see the kids and the families hanging out. That's amazing. I've spoken to a couple different, uh, you know, people who run golf courses in different parts of the country. They're seeing very similar stuff. It's, it's incredible. So, uh, so do you think that, uh, you know, due to COVID-19 that in the future, let's say six months from now, year from now, whatever it is, we have a vaccine, things are 
going back to normal for the most part, do you think the golf industry is going to be able to benefit off of the growth they're having now with, you know, probably new golfers coming in? Do you think those golfers are going to stay and, and, and have some retention in the golf space? Or do you think people are going to start leaving again, the industry if they weren't in the industry before? Well, you hope, uh, certainly hope so, of course, right? Uh, but um, obviously, we're going to lose some of the weekday. People are going to go back to work. Uh, you know, mom's gonna, not going to be able to come out as easily because she's been at work, and now she's got the weekend to get some things done. Um, but if, as an industry, we're welcoming and we don't turn too people, many people away, or if we do turn them away, we turn them away in a positive way and try to find other ways for them to get back. Um, I think they're going to they're going to respond in, in a positive manner. They're going to want to still come out to the golf courses. The one thing we can't do is uh, become jaded. If we if everybody starts doing as well as we are because we're the only game in town, we can't start just turning people away and saying, "Oops, sorry, busy." Click. Um, mm-hmm. You can't do that. Uh, you're going to. We need to retain these people and keep them coming back and. Everyone knows golf is addicting. So once we get them out there, they're going to, they're just going to, they're going to start buying equipment because they want to get better. They're going to start, you know, bring their buddies. And, um, right now, right now it's just like anything else. You just get them talking about it. They're going to keep doing it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I would, I remember the first time I played golf. It was horrible. I was horrible. I was, I mean, left and right and probably hit every pond there was and in every bunker, but, I came back and it was, it's an incredible experience when you're starting to golf for the first time, you know, it's very addicting. So, uh, so let's, let's shift a little bit. I want to talk about social media because I know you've been doing some amazing things with your social media, uh, presence over there. And I want to talk a little bit about what you've been able to do. Do you want to give us a little background on the strategy you've decided to implement with COVID-19 using social media? Well, with social media, um, I'm obviously new to the game. Uh, again, use the resources that I got from Four Up to learn some of the some of the neat things that I learned. Uh, one is you know make your posts a little longer because they time you, uh, and put the hashtags in there. I always thought hashtags were kind of a joke, but uh, they actually will bring more people to you. Uh, I use mainly Facebook and Instagram, and Instagram uh, now. I just use it for a visual edge just to get people looking. And then from there, hopefully they're going to read my, my scripts. Um, it's just to let them know that we're there for me. It's the, it's an announcement. People are always on their social media, uh, whether they're looking uh, at cars, guitars, or girls, it's they're They're just flipping through it, looking for something that's going to catch their eyes. So uh, I put a good picture up and then put something nice behind it. Um, otherwise they won't know. I mean, not everybody reads every email. They're not always on their email, but they're always on Facebook and Instagram. So I put something in there and then just throw out what it is that I'm trying to, to say, uh, getting a lot more response from that. That's great. Do, do you run the social media there? Yes, I do. Great. I uh, I know our uh, Jen, who runs the social media over at 4Up, she has loved watching what you've been doing there. And she's... Very excited about the, you know, uh, traction you've been able to get on your social media as well as just what you're posting. It's very beneficial and informative and she, she loves it. So you've definitely caught her eye. Yeah. Do, do you think that, uh, 
you know, your social media presence has brought more traffic to your golf course or just brought more engagements to your online presence there? I would say the, the engagements, it just gets people more involved. There you go. Puts you more front of mind. Correct. Right. Yeah. So if, if I put something out there and my competitor courses don't, they're thinking about me. It's just, Hey, I'm here. <laughs> you know, jumping up and down, waving my hands. Yeah. Yep. You're, you're right in front of their face. That's, that's a good strategy. So, uh, well, you know, you've mentioned four up a number of times. Why did you change from four up and what were you using before? Uh, I was using a, a small company. Um, I think they're out of Kansas city called T quest and we've used them for over 10 years. And I really liked the guys. They were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was looking to move forward. I was looking to, uh, get more in the modern world, be able to get, uh, more things done. Uh, one of the, one of the main things that drew me to four up was the mobility factor of it. Uh, I can do it anywhere. I can take my laptop, uh, to the seating area while I'm running tournaments and just check on my T sheets, check on everything else. Um, and four up wasn't, you know, my first, my first thing I was looking at, I looked at three or four other, other companies. Uh, then I downloaded all the, uh, resources that four up offers. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I knew that was a marketing strategy to get my email, but, uh, I still, I downloaded them all, printed them all out, put them in a binder and studied them. And, uh, nobody else did that. And then I uh, went to the PGA show and I went and looked at three of them and uh, far up. Uh, I met Amy, I met Caleb. Uh, I met, uh, now I can come up with his name, the owner. <laughs> and um, Evan, yeah, Evan. Evan's really down to earth, nice guy. Um, and I liked them all and the system just seemed clean. I, I think that's the easiest way to, to say it. It was a very clean, intuitive system. And then after reading all the resources and, and seeing that everybody else wasn't doing that, um, I made my decision and, and I have just loved every second of it. Uh, we implemented it on March 1st and, you know, so I haven't gotten to use all the tools yet. Um, but everything I need is there. And probably the best two things that I have uh, taken out of it is the mobility. And uh, again, the online tee times have gone from 5% to 20%. Um, and then we are getting, uh, they are partners with Supreme Golf. And uh, we are implementing that next week. And I just, just can't wait to see when that, what that brings. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, Supreme does some amazing things there as well. So that's, that's exciting. We're going to have to hop back on another interview here, you know, five, six months from now and see, uh, see how things have gone. You know, absolutely. I was going to ask what you think some of the most benefit, most, uh, useful tools have been that you've implemented with for it. But I think you, you just answered that with the, uh, the, you know, the mobility and, and online, uh, payments and check-in and whatnot, unless there's other tools that you think you have been those using are, more. Those are the main two. And and just the resources and the support that I've gotten. They uh, they gave me an outside guy to help me with my account, and his name is Jeff Sigmund. And 
He is incredible. Uh, the guy is available to me, and I hate to say this out loud because you know <laughs> all other companies like he's available twenty four seven. He's made on my favorites list on my phone. Um, <laughs> the, the guy is great, and like, like oh great, they give me some outside guy. He's not going to know the program. He's not you know, and you know they're just kind of pawning me off best thing the guy the guy is awesome and then uh when we re, we went set up set up the uh the uh, website uh got got a hold of a guy named jeff uh hansen uh helped me uh he pretty much built the website and then has showed me and 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 everything so from top to bottom from the sales to my customer support to my websites uh everybody has been just wonderful to work with and i mean you could probably tell that i'm all about almost like a family environment with our golf course mm-hmm. and these guys these guys fit right in with with what i like to do as far as business goes yeah that's that's great i uh, i've had a little bit of interaction with uh, jeff sigmund and he's an amazing amazing man he, he does a great job at what he does so absolutely glad you got him as your uh, your rep so well Randy, I've, I've really had a pleasure speaking to you today. It's uh, really been a pleasure to get to know you, what you're doing over there at Merrimack Lakes. And uh, it's really incredible what, you, what you've what you done. And it's I think gives a lot of hope to the golf industry, you know, in general, to see what you've been able to do and what, you know, other courses could probably be implementing if they haven't already been doing that. Thanks for looking up for us. Yeah, well, uh, you have a good one. And again, thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Hey everyone, this is Ryan again, and real quick, I want to challenge you to do something that may just change your business. I want you to go to golfbusinesssecrets.com forward slash forup and request a demo of our industry-leading cloud-based all-in-one club and golf course management software. Again, that is golfbusinesssecrets.com forward slash forup. Save thousands of dollars a year by checking us out and joining the forup family.